With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real gon' recognize. Real, real. Pony gon' recognize. Still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. Welcome, everybody, to the KIRP Radio Show. Um, It's been a beautiful week, folks. Everything is lovely right now. Sorry, I got tongue-tied here just a minute. I got a a little bit of a shock there. I was trying to read messages and open the show at the same time. But anyway, 
Shout out to everybody out there who's been listening to the KIRP Radio Show. Blessings to all you guys, and I really appreciate you guys supporting your boy at NC Pudgy on Twitter. Y'all know what it is, man, at KIRP Radio Show. Blessings to everybody out there, and I definitely appreciate the support that all you guys give, and it definitely goes a very, very long way. Uh, blessings come out the clouds sometimes when they pour down on me like rain, and I definitely appreciate all the various individuals and various groups and families and what may have you that support the show and support me. So I really appreciate you guys for rocking with your boy. And uh, this tonight, uh, tonight, fellas, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, normally the fellas call in and, you know, the fellas always have things to say. And, you know, the guys, the guys all, the guys think they run stuff, man. That That's us men. We, we always think we got control of things. And uh, the fact of the matter is that I think women really run it. So um, tonight, it's all about the ladies. So, hey, ladies out there. Tonight's show is called Hey, Ladies. Uh, we have some beautiful guests that are going to come on the show. Beautiful people. And uh, when I say beautiful, I'm t- I mean physically, mentally, their heart, their spirit. These people are definitely women that you need to know in the business world personally. Um, you know, they're, they're just out here, man. And I love their spirit. And I think we couldn't have got uh, uh, three greater people together and uh, to kick off this Hey Ladies series. This is actually part one of a three-part series that we're going to do. And, uh, you know, it's time that there, there's so much rhetoric going on uh, in the news. There's so many different things going on around the country that I think we need to go to the mothers. I think we need to go to the sisters. We need to listen to what the ladies have to say um, about things that are going on. And, and let's get their perspective on things instead of a, a lot of men seems that uh, uh, they have the perspective of the woman in their hearts, and they at least that's what they think, and they know what's best for the women out here, and they, they know what the women are thinking. While a lot of women are just quietly sitting, listening to these guys, and they're going, you know what, he don't have a clue. So, um, you know, I thought we'd take a time out for a second, we'd rewind, and uh, let's get let's let's hear what the ladies have to say. So tonight, that's what we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna cover some of their accomplishments. We're gonna talk about some of their uh, uh, their businesses, and uh, just talk about some of the things that they go through, they hear, that they see, uh, things that they just probably wanted to speak on from some time ago. So that's what we're gonna do tonight, folks. I hope you guys are gonna rock with us through the whole show. Uh, we have Jody Riddleberger, C4GC co-founder. She's going to be on the show here. We also have uh, uh, another beautiful uh, individual from the triad area as well that's going to come on the show here. Uh, the name of her company is, uh, let's see, let me get my breath here, Excellence. Um, Nishaka? Sorry, did I get that right? Okay, I got it wrong. I'm sorry, folks. You, you got to forgive me here. I'm trying to read and... Uh, I guess my eyes are getting bad. I'm getting old or something like that, and, and I can't seem to read the way that I used to read. I, I think I'm young at heart, and, you know, when I'm talking to my kids, I'm telling them I'm young, but at the same time, they're telling me that I'm old. So, anyway, uh, Mashaka Askew Parkner, Parker from uh, Events with Elegance. I think I'm reading that right, and, and that's just off memory, but I didn't want to say it wrong. I, I thought maybe I've been calling it wrong the whole time. And we also have Lamonique Hamilton from Pie Hole Magazine who's going to come through and uh, you guys got to check that out, man. There's some articles on there that are absolutely wonderful. So I, I, I challenge you guys to check these uh, companies out, check these individuals out. YouTube C4GC, Jody, Rid- Jody Riddleberger, excuse me, as I'm tongue-tied right now. And uh, I guess I'm nervous because I'm the only man that's going to be on the show tonight. And, you know, I'm going to be surrounded by women. And, you know, I don't want to say the wrong thing because 
these women might let me have it. You know, I mean, you guys know how it is. But anyway, anyway, I'm joking. Rewinding for a second, the last two weeks, folks, the last two week shows have been extraordinary. And and we've been getting ratings that are second to none. I mean, we're now over three million contributors, well over 300,000 listeners. I haven't checked the stats this week, just couldn't find the time. I saw the emails, just didn't glance through it because, you know, at the end of the day, the listeners and supporters and, and contributors and what may have you, that doesn't really matter as long as you're reaching one person. If you can reach one person, I feel like everything that I do, everything that I say, uh, the conversations that I bring on this show, the things that we make folks aware about are, 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 are well worth it. You know what I mean? The time and the dedication that we put forth to make this show happen, I feel like we're reaching one person and, and we're doing somebody right. You know, the righteous way, the godly way, because we're team Christ on this side. So if we're doing things right on this side and we, we're reaching one person consistently, I feel like we're doing the right thing. So, uh, you know, that's not taken away from uh, all the extra support that we are getting out here. And in the last two weeks, we've been really seeing it. There have been some really blessed shows. Um, I did get a couple emails from people to say, hey, Pudgy, you know, you, you're turning this into a church. So, and guess what? That's okay. <laughs> you know, that's okay. If we're praising God and we're uplifting the word, the true righteous word, and we're doing something better for this community, I, I feel like we're going the right route. So uh, last week we did a 20, I'm sorry, a 10 minute prayer. Actually, the whole show was, was, was basically a prayer and a dedication to this nation, uh, praying for things that you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. Praying for a new outcome because, you know, if you look around yourself and you look at the things that are going on with the finances or, or the social climate, climate, um, you know, we just don't know what's going to happen. So the plan is, the plan was to pray for 10 minutes, but, you know, we had uh, 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 my pastor, I call him my adopted pastor for KIRP radio show, uh, Pastor Jerry Grimes come through and uh, he did a dedication prayer for 10 minutes and I joined in on the end of that prayer, not doing him any justice, but, uh, you know, uplifting the name of the Lord uh, for what we know it. So, um, you know, we, we did that 10 minute prayer dedication. Uh, Reverend Jerry Grimes really, really brought it. Uh, we had a host of other pastors on the show, a host of other saints on the show, host of other individuals on the show that really came together collectively and, and made this one of the most amazing events, period, that I've ever had to, 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 to take part in. And uh, I just thought it was very beautiful. And, and I've been getting emails out the yin-yang, uh, over 50,000 listeners just on that one show. And, and that was the last time I checked. The numbers went way, 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 way up. And, uh, you know, like I said before, I don't get into the numbers too much, but I like to report them because people feel good when they're a part of something. And, you know, truth of the matter is their power in numbers. So, you know, what we need to do, us like-minded individuals, is we need to reach out. We need to get together and begin to uh, bring people who believe what we believe, who believe like we believe, people that are free-hearted, people that are, are in the proper mind, and, and even people who aren't like-minded that we feel like we can make a difference in their life. We need to get them together. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying bring them to this show. What I'm really saying is we need to get them together and have a, just have a conversation. Um, every show I challenge people just to open their mouths, but to also listen. I challenge people to uh, interact with the folks that they pass by. Say hello once in a while to people that you don't normally speak to. Say hello to that stranger. 
Say hi to the person that's walking by you in the supermarket. Say hi to the person that look weird, that looks weird. You know, um, um, we we have this thing where when we're in our comfort zones, we feel comfortable speaking to those individuals that we know or those individuals that we interact with on a regular basis. But how about the person who's walking by and they're struggling in their own mind? They're struggling in their life, and and you don't know, man. A small conversation can really make a huge difference in somebody's life. Maybe you have a word for them. Maybe God is going to use you as a vessel to deliver that word to help save that person's life. So if you don't open your mouth and say something, hello, uh, how you doing? You know, the weather is nice, the weather is bad, whatever. If we don't do something to open our mouth and, and, and start that conversation, we're doing a disjustice to the abilities that we have, the simple abilities that we have, and that's just the ability to talk, the ability to speak, because there are a number of people out there who can't talk. You know, so that's my word for the day. That's my word. That's my mission. I challenge you guys to speak to somebody. And after you speak, sit back, open your ears, close your mouth, and listen. Because maybe you'll be that vessel that helps save that person's life or change their life for the better or inspire someone to do something great. So it is what it is. Moving along, I got to go to a commercial real quick, and then we're going to come back with another Beautiful lady. See, it's Ladies Day, man. I got Charlotte coming on the show. Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. Try it super saver in her own right. She holds it down. She saves a lot of money. She is our contributor every week. And we got to somehow figure out a way to uh, get some other folks to contribute in the finance section. And uh, maybe we can give Charlotte some weeks off and some days off because she does this through her vacation, folks. She does this through her uh her her monthly meetings with her girlfriends. She does this through meetings. She go out with her husband and she go to the bathroom to do this, or she'll do it at the table or whatever. So she's definitely dedicated, and I appreciate her dedication. But in just two minutes, we'll be back with Charlotte, and she's going to tell you guys how to stretch your dollar just a little bit. Here's Beautiful by Snoop Dogg. We're going to commercial, baby. We'll be right back. You're rocking with the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States, the KIRP radio show, 619-638-8559 for all you online listeners out there, KIRPradioshow.com. That's how you get us. Yeah. North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. To the KIRP radio show with your boy Pudgy. We are on the air live 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Sunday is when we do it. If you guys are online, man, and you want to dial in with your phone, 619-638-8559 is the number. You can also hit us up on iTunes podcast, KIRP radio show. Three words. Also, if you're online, you want to go to another site because maybe their online site is not working. I don't know. Go to uh, blogtalk.com. Slash KIRP Radio Show, and we are on there as well. Right now, girls are running the world, and one girl that's running the world with coupons is Charlotte. How you doing, Charlotte? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. You sound different. Really? Yeah, really. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, yeah, you sound regular now. Okay. So you run the world with coupons. I wish I could run the world with coupons. <laughs> I think that was a bad time for me to drink some water right there, man. <laughs> Charlotte for stretching your budget, trying super savers, holding it down. Charlotte, what you got good for us this week, man? Because you, you've been dropping some jewels, and I've definitely taken notes. I got a book of notes here, and it's always beautiful to get something new from you. So uh, what do you got for us? Well, um, since we just had the huge tax day, I thought that I would go over a few, um, maybe, well, what I think is the top tax deductions that you may not be taking. So mm. just while it's fresh on your mind, you can plan for next year. So, Well, I got my pen and pad ready, so let her rip. All righty, cool. Well, um, so the number one thing that I love to um, use as a tax deduction is charity. Um, charitable contributions is the number one way to help um, – you know, maximize your tax refund. So, you know, while you're throughout the year, so many people at the end of the year are like, okay, let me go and donate something at Goodwill. You know, the last minute are trying to unload stuff to try to get these charitable contributions. But do this throughout the year. I mean, there's so many things that you can do. You know that I'm a big proponent of, you know, giving back and um, contributing to those that have, you know, much less than we do. So, you know, charitable contributions can be anything from 
dropping off old clothes um, to Goodwill, getting tithes to your church. This is something that you all should be doing anyways. Um, I'm a huge advocate for um, giving back. You know, God asked us to give us the first 10% of our fruits, and so that's what we need to be doing. You know, as soon as your check comes in, you need to be giving this first 10% before you spend anything else. And, um, you know, that's just part of being good stewards of our money, and that's what I'm you know, trying to teach you guys every week. So, um, you know, just that's a weekly thing or biweekly, however you get paid, or even monthly, just set that, you know, add that to your budget. The number one thing on your budget is to give your tithes. Um, our church just sends us a statement at the end of the year um, showing our charitable contributions that we've given, um, and you can just easily deduct that on your taxes, and it gives you a huge refund back that gives you a um, way to not have to pay out of pocket. Um, number two, if you have a home office, this is like if you're self-employed or you work from home um, for your employer, then you can write off a portion of your home. So this can't be your entire home, but whatever workspace that you use. So if you use a room for your office, you would write off the dimensions of that office. You can also um, write off things that you have to purchase for your home to use in your office. Or if you use utilities like cable, Internet, that type of thing, you can also write those things off, including in the home office. Um, another thing that you can do is write off you know, any health, medical bills, expenses that you might have throughout the year. The only thing with that is that um, it needs to be 7.5% or higher of your adjusted gross income before they will allow you to start, um, you know, getting those deductions. So if you do your own taxes, you'll you'll be able to enter these in, but if it doesn't calculate over 7.5%, then it will just total out at zero. So um, just know if, that, if you're doing your taxes, you'll see um, that. So... When I say write off your health expenses, if you pay um, wherever you pay per month to your employer for your health insurance, you can write that off. It's not just out of pocket like co-pays or hospital bills or that kind of thing. So this is including anything that you would spend medical um, expenses can be included to get that up to that 7.5%. If you are planning on doing any kind of moving in the year, then you can write off any kind of moving expenses. Um, so that could be a moving truck. You could write off any kind of insurance that you have to put on for the moving. Um, you can do storage fees, lodging, like if you have to stay overnight um, in a hotel while you're moving. Um, so anything associated with a move, you can deduct that on your taxes the next year. Um, you can also do, um, if you're thinking about if you have kids uh, and you want to start like a, a college fund or that kind of thing, you can start what's called a 529 plan. This is a tuition plan, and you can start putting money into their account, and um, you can write off that as a tax deduction as well. So those are just a few of the top tax deductions, excuse me, tax credits that a lot of people may or may not know. Um, one other big one that I like to do is um, you can actually write off if you work somewhere that you have to pay for parking or if you have to pay, uh, you drive a long distance, you can actually write off your mileage um, to and from work. So, like, I, I work downtown and I have to pay for parking fees every day. So I can write that off as, um, you know, it's like a portion of 
what I had to do to get to work. So um, you can write those T's off. And then um, one other thing we use is daycare. If you have kids in daycare and you're working, you can write off those fees um, as, you know, that was what allowed you to go to work. So you can write off um, any kind of daycare um, expenses. So that's just another quick tip if you didn't know that. So those are my top tips on tax deduction. I actually use a lot of your tips already, so th- this is this okay. is great. And it and it works um it works wonders when it comes to tax time because I hate to write the big check I'm just gonna keep it funky sorry y'all it is what it is hate to send the check in to Uncle Sam you know what I mean he's in our pockets enough but this is realistic yeah. because I I think there are a number of people out there who actually use their uh their rooms or that space in their homes as their business and they don't take advantage of that so I I think that was definitely a great tip. Um, so you folks out there who are working from home with this, maybe your Avon business, uh, you yep. know, whatever it is, you know, if you have space dedicated to that, there's actually formulas in there. And um, let me just say this, too, uh, in, in contrary to what you were saying, the H&R blocks, no disrespect to these franchises, the the big tax chain companies, um, they don't spend a lot of time trying to itemize your taxes, folks. Mm-hmm. So. It may be worthwhile, and, and, and trust me, it is, it's very reasonable and it's worth it to get an accountant, to get a certified public accountant. Get you a CPA and take the time to go over your, uh, your finances with that person, and, and you never know what you can save, man. A lot of times we're paying way too much in taxes compared to what we have to really pay. So, you know, you could be missing out. Yep. Now we I actually do my own taxes, uh-huh. um, but we use TurboTax. Gotcha. And it's so sophisticated now. I mean, it goes through so many questions, things that I don't even think of, and you know, I'm able to write those things off. So, um, but yeah, I agree with you. I would. I don't recommend going to these H and R blocks, little places. You know, an accountant is what maybe four hundred, five hundred dollars at the most. Yeah. And. You know that that's going to be worth it in the long run if you're not good at doing stuff like this. So, but the best thing is just to be able to to keep up with your stuff during the year because there's nothing worse than scrounging at the last minute to pull your stuff together and you know and losing out on money that you could have potentially used. So, is that is there any really secret? Because I, I when you were talking about couponing, for the most part. Um, you were talking about organization, and people love that. You know, my wife was talking to me to death yesterday about organization and somebody in a coupon class and yada, 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 and she dropped a folder and the coupons went everywhere in the rain, and because she looked at it like money, like Charlotte said on the show, this is my wife talking uh-huh. to me. She looks at it like money, and she dropped it in the rain. She dried it and reused the coupons, and she saved X amount of dollars. Cool. I love that talk. Okay, I'm all about saving. So I'm, I'm asking you, is there any way to keep up with what we spend? Um, is there any formula for that or format for that, you know, that works better than just putting coupons in a box or in a bag like I did one year, which was horrible? You're, now you're asking me, is there a way to keep track of how much you're saving? Yeah, is there anything you recommend? Um, like, should we spend, like, okay, here's something I do. I have a business card, and I'm not okay. saying that I use it every single time for every purchase in the business, but I'll say 90% of the time I use that card. So when it when it comes to the end of the year and I got to see my accountant, I can I can pull the records from that card 
and, and you know, it saves a lot of time and a lot of trouble because I keep the records in one place uh, rather than having, you know, you're paying for cash and you're paying with cash, excuse me, and this, that, and the third, and you have to pull all the receipts together. So is there any way to organize that better? Is there any recommended spending uh, habit or is there any any uh, system that we can use to save receipts or some sort of binder that we use or any system to keep up with our receipts for tax time? Well, um, it depends on if you want to spend money or not. Like there's ways to do it that's free and there's ways to do it that, that cost money. So I'll give you both things. I mean, we use cash for everything, and you've heard me talk about that um, for business and personal. You know, we are huge cash people just because – there's no air, room for error. There's no room for saying, okay, oh, let's just do this. It's an emergency. Swipe it, and then I'm paying interest, you know, down the road. So that's like my little thing. But so I use cash, and you know, it's old school. But I just keep. Uh, I have like an accordion, like a big filing cabinet that we have, and everything's by stuff. So I've got like, you know, car, um, business, blah blah blah. So I just keep it organized, and I put all my receipts in there for the year. Now, there is one really cool thing out there, and obviously I'm too cheap to buy it, <laughs> but one of these days I will. <laughs> it's called a Neat Receipt Machine. The hmm. company is called Neat, the Neat Company. And you can actually scan in your receipt, and it keeps them on your computer, every single receipt that you have, and you can organize it by, you know, item or just all in one lump file, you know, whatever it may be. And it's it's about I think it's like four or four fifty. But if you're not organized by nature, this might be a good investment. Maybe take some of your money from your tax return and buy it. That way you can be more organized for the next year. But um I mean it's a really cool machine. I just I'm gonna get one one day. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I've got hot. several friends that actually have one and they use it and and they love it. And um it's really cool. They have like a travel version that you can keep, or they have like the actual big, bigger version. You just it sits on a desk. Just um, kind of looks like a smaller version of a printer. So that's uh-huh. like one really cool way that you can store your receipt. Um, I do it the old school way. You know, it's, it's however you do it. But I mean, you can use Excel even um, and just track if you're good at Excel and put in formulas and that kind of thing. You can just track your receipts throughout the year that way and then just put everything in you know in a file cabinet just so you can keep it but gotcha no no major tips but if you do want to do something with your receipts then that that neat receipt machine is really cool the neat receipt machine folks the neat receipt again i should have came up with that but you know i ain't gonna hate on the neat receipt people you know it is what it is i didn't i didn't come up with it and i lost out come up with the cheaper version Ah, see now there you now you're talking. When you're talking cheap, you know what I mean. You're talking cheap and making some money. That's, that's me, man, right? That's, that's my ballpark right there. Charlotte, do you have any shout outs? Of course, I was going to ask. <sighs> Not really. <laughs> I just when I got here, when I got on the phone, I had just walked in from the grocery store, and Uh-oh. I went with both my kids, so I was a little tired. Okay, I, I'll let you slide this time, and I'll do Charlotte Thank shout you. out. Shout out to Ben Holder and the kids and the supermarket <laughs> who just hated to see Charlotte come with a million coupons. <laughs> yes. She asked the girl actually the cashier. She was like, I hate coupons. I'm like, I'm really sorry. 
<laughs> they already knew the time. So shout out to the girl at the counter, man, because I've been behind some folks with coupons, even though I use them. And uh, man, let me tell you, it's aggravating because half the time. Well, anyway, I ain't gonna go into another story. I'll let you go, man. Much love to you, Charlotte. Shout out to your family. Appreciate what you do. No problem. Have a good night. All right, you too. That was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com and try at Super Savers, baby. Charlotte always comes through, man, and she she delivers some wonderful tips. So. Every week, folks, if you don't want to listen to my voice and, you know, you just get sick of me talking, at least log on at 8.15 to hear what Charlotte has to offer because she brings the purge. Go on to commercial and we'll be right back here in just a sec and we're getting ready for our guest. Getting ready for our guest. Let me catch the beat. We're getting ready for our guest. We're getting ready for our guest. Y'all like that, don't you? Getting ready for. Somebody say it with me. Uh, getting ready for our guests. God bless y'all, man. Yo, you listen to the KIRP radio show, the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States. And there's a reason we do it. You know why? Because you are B I G. If you're listening online and you want to dial in and you got a comment, 619 638 8559 is the number. Don't forget to hit number one if you got a comment, okay? If you got to hit number one, if you got a comment. If you don't, and you hit number one, I'm going to click on you, and I'm going to want you to say something, and I'm going to stay on the phone, and it's, uh, this is all you're going to hear, just like we're in the fifth grade, and nobody wants to hang up, and you get ready to say I love you, all you're going to hear is, <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages, folks, you're rocking with the KIRP Radio Show. Across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock for the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life ever. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament.
you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number, 336-675-4897. And don't forget... Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques says, don't forget the reason for the season. K-I-R-P Radio! Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. No matter what, folks, the battle is not yours. It's God's battle, man, and we got to remember that as we make our way through every day, every night, through the through the business world, through the personal, through family, friends. The battle's not yours, man. You got to give up the battle to God. But you know what? It's a battle to fight as well because we got to fight with faith. And if we don't have faith, we don't have anything. That was Yolanda Adams, the battle. Um, listen. It's almost time to bring my guest on here in in just a second, but let me say this, um, and and this is part of the reason why I chose to do a show called Hey Ladies. Um, I've been seeing, I don't know, I'm on Facebook a lot, Facebook, Twitter, a few other social sites. I'll just name those two since those are the most popular. I have a couple, a few blogs, and uh, I spend time in a few forums as well. Things just aren't regular anymore. I don't know if that I don't know if that really makes sense, you know, to a lot of people. But opening the door for a, a lady, a woman, girl, um, you know, I know people say you know that's chivalry and 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 what may have you, or or that's respectful, or that's this or that. But 
to me, that's regular. You know what I mean? That's normal. It's not going above and beyond. It's not rising to the occasion. It's not trying to quid pro quo. <laughs> you know, it's it's not a it's not something you do for attention. To me, it's just normal for a man to open the door for a, a woman. And I raise my boys that way <clears throat> to do the same things. Um, so I'm trying to get my thoughts together here because there's so much I want to say and, and there's so many different reasons that I, I wanted to do a show uh, like this. But like I said, I spend a lot of time on a lot of social, a lot of social media sites and there's a lot of, and people disagree with me, but this is my personal feelings. This is, this is my opinion. And I'm, and I'm going to ask my guest this here in just a few minutes, but um, there's an outcry for help from a lot of women out there. And and that outcry is something that I've noticed that I don't think the men of today can properly address without either total revamp of understanding, a total a total change of mind, um, without paying some attention or, or without being shown. And when I say help, I don't mean help in the content of, of the context of of needing somebody to do something. I mean, these women are telling you they're they're telling these guys from a relationship standpoint now for a second. They're telling these guys exactly what they want, exactly what they need, exactly what they desire, and and I don't get in folks' business, but you can't help but to see it, okay. You can't help but, but but to pass it by. You can't help but to read it, you know. Um, but they're telling these these gentlemen exactly what the blueprint is, exactly how to build the relationship, or how to even how to even begin a relationship with with me, meaning that woman. And it seems like the guys of today either one don't care. Two aren't ready, or three just totally don't understand. And and what I've been seeing is that it, it seems like the women of today are far outshining or overshadowing. Some would say the men of today. Um, it seems like the women are more determined when they are a determined woman. It seems like the women are more go getters when they are a go getting woman. It seems like the women are more focused when they are the type of woman that is focused on something. Follow me here for a second. Because there are a number of people out there who aren't focused on anything, but they want the world. There are a number of people out there, and I'm not just speaking on women, I'm speaking on women and men, just people of today, of today's time, 2012. There are a number of kids out there who want to accomplish the world, who desires the world, but they don't want to work hard at it. They they want it given to them. And as I sit here and as I scroll through all the social media, plainly put, I just don't see the men 
on the same level as women today. I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm just telling you guys what I feel. And this drove me to put together a show like this because, you know, when it comes to women that are doing their thing, that are getting busy, that's dedicated, that's educated, that are that are just go-getters out here in the world, and, and even at home or in business, they're not a dime a dozen, but they're far more plentiful than what the guys are. So I wanted to see if I could bring some women on here that that had an understanding of working hard, that had the understanding of accomplishing something themselves, um, but at the same time who are outspoken, but very, very, very humble. So I chose these three women that I've interacted with briefly or before, um, at least two of the three, that being Jody and uh, La Monique. And Nishaka I really met in passing, but she was dealing with, um, I actually saw something that she did um, business-wise that a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Algernon Cash, was highlighting. And I said, you know what? This completes my three. So I had to have her on the show. I asked her if she could come on the show at very short notice, and she agreed. So I, I gather these three women together, and I pay attention to things that people post. I pay attention to things that people say um, in their videos or, or what may have you. And I, and I really listen to what people have to offer. And the things that these ladies have to offer, the things that they promote, the things that they share with other individuals out there are right on point. And and I thought it was very important to have people like that to set this show off because, you know, people will find controversy in anything. They'll find they'll they'll try to manipulate anything that you say uh for the worse or for the better of their, making their point. Uh meaning, you know, for the worse or, or headed in the worst direction. So we got these ladies ladies together and uh, you know, we're kicking off part one of three. Um, I also have uh, Dr. Walsh that's going to come on, a CNN contributor. She's going to come on, Wendy Walsh, and uh, she's going to come on not this show, but probably the second or the last show. Not really sure yet, but she has committed to coming on the show. She's a relationship therapist, and, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna to take this show as the foundation, and we're going to move on, and we're going to move on, and we're going to put some things together, and we're going to throw them out there to her, and I hope to have an open forum where I can bring all women into a room and we can really get down to asking some serious and some realistic questions because I think there are some things that a lot of men need to know and they need to hear it, but it, it just doesn't resonate when it comes from the woman. For whatever reason, I don't know. I mean, here are these social media sites and all these women that are on these sites are telling these guys exactly what it takes, and in most cases they still aren't doing it or they don't care to do it. So, you know, it's time to get off what I think, and uh, it's time to bring on my guest here, and uh, I'm going to start with Jody. I'm going to go down here to Jody Riddleberger, and uh, co-founder of C4GC, Conservatives for Guilford County. Jody, how are you? Hey, Pudgy. How's it going? It's going good. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I was um I was watching some of your videos last night. I sent them out to my team and it was like, "Who is that?" I said, "I've been telling you guys about it before, but you know, they didn't know who I was talking about." So it it was good for them to put a face 
and a voice with the name. So it really made sense. It really resonated after I sent them your YouTube videos. So that was beautiful. Fantastic. Um, if you just take a second, I was gonna read your bio off, but you know what? That's not that's not really personal. It sounds a little bit too uh I don't know, too structured, and I don't like to be too structured on this show. I want to have a good time. You know what I mean? We we do that too much, man. We dress up, yeah. and we have our format, and we have our structures. I don't like that all the time. So if you would, let the listeners know who you are, and uh, then we're going to move on and bring another guest on. Okay, all right. Well, like you said, my name is Jody Riddleberger, and I am a, a Greensboro resident. I've been here for about 17 years. Um, I met my husband a year, uh, or almost a year after being here, and uh, so... We have been together for about 16 years. We have three beautiful kids. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom, and we've just taken on the chore of homeschooling all three of the kids, so that's been a new adventure in our life. Um, And for the past couple of years, my my passion, my pastime has been politics, everything political when it comes to the grassroots-level conservative movement of, uh, of local politics. Now, <laughs> she like really toned that down, <laughs> but it's all good. We'll get into that later. Like she, listen, you guys. Let me tell y'all something. She really toned that down. Like I'm looking at this lady on a on a on a on a YouTube clip, and I, and I saw it before taking on a city council man. And that let me tell you, that was fierce. Like you hear her voice. Like she's so nice and and so right all the time, and just so cool. But, man, she got in that tail, man. That was good to me. She really brought the pain on him, and it was all factual. It was all policy. It was all black and white, and nobody could refute her. That, that was that was good to me. I love it. So I love to see you guys get busy over there. I think the world of you guys at C, C4GC, man, and, and you really welcome people into your establishment, you know, in your meetings, and you really take – people take a liking to you really fast because you guys are effective, and you're friendly, you're nice, and you're godly. So, um, you know, I wish the best for you guys carry on your mission well thank you so much we we have put together a great team a great group of people and we are always looking for for new folks to to join in and have fun and help us out sounds good to me we gotta um we gotta get together and and try to maybe put your schedules on the website or or just help promote it so more folks can come out in in the guilford county area in greensboro and and can get involved you know oh that would be awesome yeah we would we would welcome that (laughs) I'm writing that down right now. We'll actually get Nikki to write that down. Nicole, um, we're moving on. Going to uh, welcome La Monique Hamilton, Pie Hole Magazine CEO. La Monique. Hi. Hi, Pudgy. Hey. How you doing? How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Can't complain. All right. I love that. Pie Hole Magazine. Please tell the people about Pie Hole Magazine. Absolutely. Pahole Magazine was um, a response to a lot of the negative media that is out in society today. I know I just got sick of it. I was talking to so many people who were just sick of all the negative attention. And so I was like, wouldn't it be really great to have something positive and have articles that actually inspire us and empower us? Mm-hmm. And I, I never saw it come forth. And so finally I was like, oh, gosh, if – I want it to be done. I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I created um, PieHoleMagazine.com, and it is basically an extension of my brand, which is Pie. It's positive, innovative, and engaging. And um, 
I live the pie life. It's it's not, you know, it's not just a business for me. It is a lifestyle. It's how I run my business and it's how I run my home and my family and how I live my life. Wow. So, um, yeah, Pothole Magazine is an extension of that. I love that, man. How, how did you even get that name? I mean, that that's a name that got to come to you in your sleep. Or maybe you were eating some pie and you say, you know what, I'm a name. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of people ask me that. Actually, um I've had a I've had a company for a few years um called Pumpkin Pie Publishing where I ah. um freelance write and I edit. It started out as a side business and now it's a full time gig. Um but Pumpkin Pie is my son. Um his very first Halloween costume was he was a little pumpkin and I started <laughs> calling him my little pumpkin pie and oh. so you know, everything that I do is about building legacy. So when I, I started my company, of course, I named it after him. He's my pumpkin pie. It's Pumpkin Pie Publishing. But after a while, it it started to be bigger. And um, and then I I, um, I added the positive, innovative, engaging, and it just kind of took off. And that's I how everybody it. knows me now, so that's how we do it. Beautiful. And legacy is a word that we love around here that, that we always try to encourage people you know, not just not not just live live your day, but live the beginning and live your legacy. Try to leave a legacy um, that lasts a lifetime, and um, you know that that's what we believe in. So we're gonna move along to another wonderful individual named Nishaka Askew Proctor. Please tell me I said your name right because I hate to be wrong. You said it right. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. See, I have that first name too. My first name is Altari, uh, The reason I go by Pudgy. <laughs> so okay. You know, my name is a little bit harder than yours, but welcome to the show, Nishaka. And uh, if you could please let people know what Events with Excellence is. Events with Excellence is my company that I started five years ago. And I provide special events and wedding planning. And I've actually been organizing events now for about 13 years. Wow. And uh, I, I started it, really it was uh, more of a, Nishaka, can you help me with this? Nishaka, can you help me with that? And I've always been an administrative person. And sure. so I did it for free for seven years. <laughs> and wow. then finally said, okay, it's time to start getting paid for it. Beautiful. I mean, why not get paid for yep. stuff that you love, right? Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, listen, I, I carefully added you ladies to the same show because your spirits to me uh, are somewhat the same and, and your ways are somewhat the same. From what I've noticed, you all are very outspoken. You you all are very caring, um, but you don't hold any punches. And, and I love that, <laughs> you know. I don't know you guys personally very well. I think I know Jody uh, uh, better than I know you other ladies, uh, only because I've met her several times, and uh, I've been keeping up with her for the past year at least, maybe two, Jody. I'm not sure. Um, so I, I've had the privilege to be around her and, and around several friends of mine and associates that you know that know her as well, and we kind of share the same views on a lot of things, especially politically speaking. Um, I just want to get into it, ladies. What's the biggest misconception about women in business today and and you can we'll start with jody and we'll go down the list oh my gosh the biggest misperception um i i still think a big misperception is that we're we're soft or we're um you know we're not ready to fight or hit hard when something needs a little hard hitting um 
you know, people are surprised when you are outspoken um, and and you're a woman. I I think it's still I think that's still a fact today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Is that is that something that um, that comes from other women as well, or or is it just a business uh, mentality, or or is it just something you hear? mainly from or, or that you see because I don't think and and I agree with you first of all let me let me just say that I definitely agree with you and I don't know if it's a mentality of the states or maybe of the world or I don't know if it's just a man's mentality so what do you think Yeah I think it's probably just a cultural thing you yeah. know I, that's how I would that's how I would perceive it anyways what do you think, Nishaka, about that? And you guys can jump in and at any time because I want to make this an open discussion. And, 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 you know, please speak your mind. We have thousands of listeners on the show, and, and I really feel like we're going to have a breakthrough tonight in some way. You, you know what I mean? Um, maybe we can help someone out that's out there that's probably having a tough time. And I know someone's having a tough time out there with this issue. Or or maybe there's some men out there who needs to be enlightened and, and maybe needs to lighten up or get with the times, you know, get with 2012. Right. I think, um, and I definitely agree that it is definitely cultural because, you know, historically, you know, and I'm just going to put this out there, you know, men have viewed, you know, women as, you know, maybe the stay-at-home mom, take care of the kids but not realizing, you know, that's just a part of what we do. Mm. And, you know, we have other capabilities, you know, to also, um, you know, make decisions, you know, and and be able to actually run a business and be creative. And um, I think we're seeing more women, you know, come out with those capabilities and those skills in addition to, you know, the current roles that we do hold. And I think that's probably why in so many cases maybe men have seen us that way. Mm-hmm. And, and transfer that over to business, you know, to, to you know, in that belief, you know, that we, you know, are soft, but, no, we, we are strong. And, and as a, you know, I'm a believer, you know, so mm-hmm. I believe that, you know, when God said we were a helpmate, you know, I believe he did equip us, you know, with mm-hmm. more, you know, than the world give us credit for. I mean, he, he equipped and built us to help, you know, to make things happen. And um, so I think, I think there's just been some, you know, from a historical perspective, some mindsets there, you know, that's probably kind of hindered, you know, the thought of what we can do, you know, in in addition to the role that you have seen us perform, you know, for so many decades and centuries. Wow. That that that's a lot actually. Um well, Lamonique, let me get your take on it before I ask another question here. Yeah, I I absolutely agree with both Jody and Nishaka. Am I saying that correctly? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, I, I agree with both of them where um, people do view women as soft. Um, I think one of the worst um, adjectives I have had about my business is that it's cute. I, mm. I'm like, no, it's, it's a lot, but it's not cute. <laughs> Um, but I, I do think that we are we are equipped, and I also am wow. a believer, and so I, I think God has definitely equipped us Um and yes, and also as far as being um, stay-at-home moms, I know I'm a work-at-home mom, and so I'm I'm out at school a lot, and I I work with my son um, all the time, and I don't think men have given women proper credit for 
that role and how that role really prepares women to do whatever they want in business um, because we're the CEOs of our households. <laughs> there you go. You know? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when we can do that and we have a good handle on what's going on in our own households, then we can definitely go out and affect change. And when we're running a positive household and raising positive kids, then that means that we're putting out positive products mm. um, and, you know, and putting and put legacy out there in our households and also in the business world. Wow. You, you, you really took something right out of my mouth because I, I was going to say to you guys, isn't isn't being a mom alone or, or, you know, isn't being a mom just part of the, that's the major CEO. Like that is the executive job right there. You have no room for error there. You know what I mean? So actually being a mom is, is, is probably more powerful than any job that anybody could ever have. I mean, you have the kids and then you have to take care of the kids. And let's, let's be for real now. Y'all take care of us too. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. We gotta be real about that. All all my guys should know that. I mean, you 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 ladies take care of us. I mean, we know what it is, man. We're we're babies when we get sick, and you know we try to be all strong. And you know you you ladies let us know it's okay to be a little bit emotional, but don't be too emotional now. I mean, you know, but it's okay to be a little bit <laughs> melodramatic. I guess that's the word we want to use. But anyway, anyway, I'm not gonna bash the guys too bad because I know the guys like, oh man, Pete's selling us out right now, man. He's on the girl side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey listen, let let me ask you guys and and anybody can answer this. Um do you really think are women treated unfairly in business today? In 2012 with with all the changes that we've seen and all the things that we've encountered um, are women still, because we know they have in the past. I, I know they have in the past, and I'll be honest, there, there's a great, to a great degree, I still see some things that makes my eyebrows raise like, whoa, you know, I, I can't believe, you know, you just said that. But um, are, are women really treated unfairly today? Is that a fair statement? Mm, I have to say, personally, I don't, I don't feel that way. I, I feel like if I'm treated unfairly, it has more to do with my worldview. You know, I'm, I'm not coming at this from a business perspective, more from a political perspective. Um, so if if somebody is, is, you know, quote, unquote, being mean or, you know, getting nasty or, or whatever, it doesn't have to do with me being a woman as much as it has to do with my point of view on how I think the world should work. Mm. Um you know, the people that I work with in C4GC, men, women, young and old, you know, to me, that, you know, that community that I'm very closely involved with is very open-minded. You know, whoever wants to take control of a project, whoever wants to, um, you know, run with, with something, whether that's mm-hmm. research or putting on an event or holding a fundraiser or, you know, whatever, man, woman, I mean, it's it's such a team effort and we're so on the same page. It, it, I haven't seen it affect me in the political arena. Like gotcha. That. Gotcha. And, and, and the reason I asked that, because I, it, it was really a, a opening question to, and, and I really wanted to save this for later, but I'll just say it now, Jody, since you answered the question, um, is America ready for a woman president? Oh, I, I think America's ready for a really good president, <laughs> man, woman, <laughs> ever. Oh my gosh! 
I mean, you you gotta and, and people disagree with me, okay? And and I'm just gonna put this out here because you know I had to retract after learning more and understanding more, especially about media and and just about folks' records in in the political arena. Um, Sarah Palin, I gotta bring mm-hmm. this up because I met Sarah Palin. I, I've watched Undefeated. I've heard all the rhetoric and all the things that people said. I saw how she got thrown to the wolves in the in the political arena. Um mm-hmm. and and they really just threw her out there. You know, and and it's amazing because if you look at her track record, she's actually more qualified than any of the past eight candidates we've had. <laughs> so well, when you think about it, her constituency gave her like an 88% approval rating. I'm yeah. going, who else in politics do we know that has, you know, that type of an approval rating with the people they're representing? Um, can you imagine our president now having that type of approval rating or Congress or, you know, some of our governors? That would be awesome. So she she must have been leading the people that she was leading in a very good, positive way and they appreciated her for it so i'm i mean i'm with you on that um you know i think it i think that comes back to the worldview thing though you know they'll throw the the conservative women to the wolves but the liberal women they will build up but on pedestals um you know so i think that's a worldview thing when it comes to, to that situation See, and I I don't necessarily think that is the case. I do think that they threw her to the wolves. And I I think it's less of a fact of being conservative or liberal and more of she was decidedly feminine, Mm -hmm. where you don't Mm -hmm. see that Mm -hmm. a lot of times in the political arena, these women kind of take off their femininity to – to um in order to run they feel like that's something they have to do in order to run like you can't run in stilettos <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and when and when she decided you know i'm going to be girly and i'm going to run this has worked for me and like you said 88 percent percent um approval rating that can't be messed with um yeah and I think I think that's why she got thrown to the wolves. I really do. In in looking back on everything and really deciding to be objective about it, um, I, I think that's why. Yeah. Wow, Monique, what do you think? I mean, you write some very fierce articles. <laughs> you write <laughs> very uh, some articles that make people raise their eyebrows, and this is coming from a woman. So apparently, you are very uh, strong in your opinion. And, and you know, there are a lot of men that wouldn't say the things that you say in your article. I mean, you know, what do you think about that? Um, basically, I I believe as far as, um, well, is America ready for a female president? Yes. Please. Please. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but also, if women, um, as far as women being treated unfairly in the workplace, before I started um, my business full time, I worked in corporate America. I worked in finance. Mm-hmm. And when I did, there were so many things that I saw that, like like you, just really made me, you know, took me aback a, a minute. And I was like, what, what's really going on here? I'm seeing female attorneys being asked to get coffee for everybody else at the table. You know, I'm I'm seeing wow. some things that just were a little a little off putting for me. Um uh, but I think 
I, I know that they would never have asked me to do that because <laughs> I would have had something to say. And I, I think that's part of it, just, you know, empowering women to say, you know something? No. <laughs> you know, coffee maker's over there, coffee cups are over there, sugar and cream right there. <laughs> but I think it's more of empowering women to to speak up and, and say, you know something, it is 2012. It's time for you to get with the program, Um, you know, Get up, get your own coffee, come back over here, and let's have a dialogue about, you know, what we can do to help our business grow and to help this mm-hmm. corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, that's, and that's where I have seen it the most. I think as far as um, on an educational field, we we are a lot more even than we used to be. But in corporate America, I'm still seeing it. Um, and I, I even see it as far as knowing that, Women are the ones who have to pick their kids up from school, and yet um, the schedules don't really allow for that. They don't allow for women to take care of their families in the way that they need to. They always have to make a choice, and the and the choices are not are not that grand. Um, uh, my son finally sat me down and told me that he had had enough of aftercare. <laughs> wow. And if I couldn't make this thing work, you know, to pick him up at three o'clock. <laughs> That I that I was doing something wrong, and at first I was like, "Who are you, little kid?" But then, (laughs) but then I had to really start thinking about it, and I'm like, "Okay, what's what's more important, and why? You know, why am I having to make this choice?" And of course, I'm always going to choose my family. I'm always going to choose him. So I decided that I just had to figure out something, you know, figure out a way to make this work where I can pick him up from school and kind of demand my own schedule, which is something that a lot of women in corporate America still can't do. I love that. I love that. Well, you know, just, just moving along. I know you guys are sick of the, uh, uh, the are women this, are women that. Let me just, let's just dig into it a little more and get a little bit more in depth with things. But um, wh- what are some of the things uh, that you guys, or, or some of the challenges that you've had as business owners? And uh, Jody, with you, I, <laughs> I can't. Man, we could talk about these challenges all day because I know how you get it, man. Trust me, they they call me the racist black man. I'm I'm racist to black people, but anyway, I ain't gonna get into that. I'm not gonna do that tonight. Not tonight. Not tonight. Don't stop. Test me. Leave me alone. Okay. Anyway, uh, what are some of the challenges that you all see um, that you face in the business world or in the realm of? having your own organization uh, uh period and you can answer in any order. Uh what I'm looking for is is a little a little bit uh, I don't know something concrete that other people look for. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, that other people run into and something that will kind of help them over the hump. Like where do you get your encouragement from when the times get tough and what are some things that people will encounter when they set out to start their own businesses and you can answer in any order. Um, well, um, I'm speaking as a single woman. Okay. Um, one of the one of the biggest things, one of the biggest challenges I've had in starting my business and really going at it full time, is the fact that I don't have that second income coming into the home. It's just my income. My income is how we eat and how we, you know, are able to clothe ourselves and and everything that we do. Um, and it got very discouraging. You know, you, you have your um. Your savings, when you see your savings pretty much depleted, <laughs> and yeah. you see your 401k just 
you know, just going down, 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 down because you have to keep borrowing against it um, in order to make it work. Um, for me, I, I found so much strength in reading my Bible and in going to church and Amen. being a part of Bible study. Um, and I, I don't try to put my beliefs on anybody, but when people ask me what it is that got me through, God got me through. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the only, you know, that's the only answer that I can give. I try to keep it real with, you know, with my story. Your story might be different. My story is God got me through. I know and that's I'll right. Tell that, you know, I'll tell that all day long. Um, it, you know, because the challenges are rough. It, I think it's, it's a lot better if you have somebody there in your corner. But when you don't, I try to... I try to let other single women and single mothers know that that does not mean that you can't start a business. It does not mean that you can't go out gangbusters and be opinionated and make this thing happen. You know, get a good group of girlfriends. Make sure you have that family support. My family is extremely supportive. And um, and just, you know, just go out there and, and make it happen. And if not, I, I tell people all the time, it's like, call me. I'll babysit your kids. <laughs> You know, I'll babysit your kids. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll go cook dinner while you go to a networking event. Um, do you know? Don't be afraid to put it out there that you need some help in order to um, in order to get through. Because w- without without support and help, I I wouldn't have been able to do anything. Wow, that's great. I would have to agree with her. Um, you know, my biggest issue. Uh, as as a mom and as an organizer and and whatnot is just time. I just I feel like I'd never have enough time to get everything done that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've found that it's it's extremely important to prioritize my time and do what is going to make the biggest difference. And you know some of these other things they just have to to fall to the wayside until I can get to them. But, um, you know, I've got a great support system with my husband. He's he's completely supportive of, of you know, me staying up late and being on the phone and answering emails. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when we could just be hanging out or having fun or, you know, doing something relaxing and I want to work because I'm, I'm extremely passionate, I'm extremely dedicated. And um, without his support and without him understanding how important this is to me, um, to make a difference in the political arena here locally, you know, I think that that would that, that would just kind of grind on our marriage after a while. So, you know, luckily I have his support, and you know, my strength absolutely comes from from God and and you know, prayer and um, the support of other friends as well who you know know what's going on in my life and yeah. are you know just wonderful. Um, you know, Joanne Wittenborn comes to mind. You know Joanne, but you Hey, shout out to Joanne, baby. Beautiful person. <laughs> and Ernie. Shout out to Ernie too. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so you know, if if you love something you're gonna figure out how to make it work. Um and sometimes there's just those nights where you're up until two o'clock in order to get done what you need to get done and, and you can take a nap tomorrow, maybe. Yeah. Um so you know, when you're feeling tired, just you know, say a prayer, you know, look for some support if you can find it. But, um, you know, that diligence, doing something that you love, it will pay off in the end. I, I just I wholeheartedly believe that. Mm, I love that. That That's an encouraging word right there alone is uh, and I think it sums up to passion in, in a mm-hmm. number of ways. You know, we have to go hard about things we're passionate about. 
and and when you are passionate about things, it seems to weigh on you even more uh, when it's mm-hmm. not going perfect, you know, when it's not going right, yeah. and and things are looking like like Monique like La Monique said just a second ago, when it gets costly. And, and it's more costly than you want it to be, and, and you see funds going down, and you're wondering what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Um, you just gotta you gotta take it take a second to say a prayer, um, take your time and have at it. You know, get back on your horse and, and start riding again. Um, Nishaka, what what about you, Nishaka? What what do you face too? Because from from what I understand now, you help with weddings, and let me tell you, I've seen Brazilla. I've seen. <laughs> I've watched it, and it's not pretty. Man, I, I see these it's, people it's having not. fits. <laughs> what in the world? And, well, and I, I pray against those. I, I don't want those. <laughs> but, but, you know, I was thinking about your question, and it, it really is a powerful question because it, it took me back to 2007. Mm-hmm. And in that year, um, my husband was laid off of his job. Um, when the new year came in, and um, a few months later is when I was getting ready to be uh, laid off from my corporate job. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were both in position of having to make some very quick and, and serious decisions of what we were going to do. And, um, you know, I am a, a part of a blended family. I have two stepdaughters. I don't have children, or mm-hmm. we don't have children of our own yet, but, you know, so we got, you know, children to worry about and, you know, both of us, you know, pretty much out of work trying to, you know, figure out what to do. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we <laughs> prayer, you know, it, it really took God being our source in, in prayer to figure out what are we going to do. And, um, you know, we really did lean on that, on a message that we heard our pastor talk about, you know, what is it that you love doing? Um, that you do it so well, you, you know, you do it for free, but people want to pay you for it. And, you know, that resonated so much with us, and we just had to just figure out, you know, what he loved to do, what I loved to do. And um, that was a really, really tough year, you know, for us as we started trying to step into entrepreneurship, you know, in our different realms of, of business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're starting out, you know, you've got your, your church family who know who you are, and you you got a few other folks who know who you are, but when you're trying to start a business, you're trying to get, you know, the community to know who you are. And, um, you know, just spending that time to, to try to network and meet people and, um, and and really show that you can do a good job and um, and, and be able to, you know, as, as we like to and hope to, to do business across the board of races. You know, that was important to us to not um, just be, you know, um, the go-to black planner. You know, I wanted to cross over and do events for different people, and, you know, he wanted to work with different clients. So it was just kind of that trust level. You know, how do you also build that trust level with other people, you know, to where they know you do a good job and they want to do business with you. So mm-hmm. it was kind of an interesting, you know, 2007, 2008, you know, type of um, time frame for us as we were, you know, figuring out what we love to do. And, you know, of course, I feel you on the depleting of funds because it was depleting. <laughs> it was depleting fast, you know. We, you know, and especially during that time, there were no, no, no banks giving loans, you know, to start your business. You know, there wasn't any investors giving out money, you know. So we ended up investing our money into, you know, more education on, you know, how to, 
you know, uh, get certified in this and get certified in that and build a website. I mean, it it it, it was really rough, but we believed in our vision. We believed in our passion, um, and we knew that it was going to take away some from the relationship, but that if we could manage our expectations, that we were going to have to work hard, you mm-hmm. know, night and day. Then and, and this would take a couple of years. If we can hold on, you know, through that, then we will be okay. And 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 by the grace of God, each year is it, is getting better and it's getting better. You know, it's not where we would like it to be, but it's gotten better and better Amen. and better. And I, so I, I just and I really give God the praise for that. I, I think as well, I give God the praise too, and, and and it's beautiful that you all are believers, man, because we're we're really in a time where. People seem to be walking around in space. Um, folks don't know what to believe anymore. They don't know what to believe. They don't know how to believe it. And and in large part, um, let me let me get my church on real quick. But <laughs> a, a lot of it is because the saints aren't uh, witnessing. And when I say witnessing, I mean outside of the church. Um, you know, to people in their homes, to people on the street. People are so in their own world today that, and I often talk about it, I talked about it in the opening of the show, and, and I always challenge people every week because it's like a it's like a personal message of mine. It's like a, it's just something I feel like I need to tell the world. But um, we have to start interacting through just the way of saying hello. We've gotten to the point where things have been so dangerously uh, promoted via media and and word of mouth that you know we're afraid to say hello to people because they look a little bit different and I'm not even talking about race I mean sometimes we mm-hmm. might see people that's a little dirty well maybe they just got off work you know what I mean or their clothes is a little while or maybe their hair is sticking out of the head and and you know maybe they look maybe they're spaced out and we've gotten to the point where we just ignore these people and we only focus on the people who have it together already, who are walking around mm-hmm. like we do. And and I think that's the wrong focus. I think we need to start focusing on those people who aren't walking around like we are, who who maybe may not be in the right state of mind, who looks like they might need some help because it's just just that hello could probably get someone over the hump. I strongly believe that. And uh, so you know, I, I'm glad you you ladies are, are women of faith as well as I. And, uh, you know, I, I just challenge you all too, you know, to speak to people, to witness to people, to let them know what you do. You never know when your blessing is coming. Sometimes you're, you are the blessing to someone, you know. So, um, you know, like I said, I challenge you guys to open your mouth and, and you know, I give God the praise, man. I'm glad you guys are believers too. I'm, I'm proud to say that you you ladies are believers and you're doing your thing in business and, and I really appreciate it. Business and organization and you know, Jody, I, I don't know what what we call it, what you do, because you're all over the place, man. One day, <laughs> one day you're at a rally. The next day you're in the <laughs> you're talking to some senators. Then another minute you're fighting at city council, and I mean that, that's a beautiful thing. So it's it's a bit different from what these ladies do, but I think all together collectively we all have the same outcome, and that's we want people to be treated fairly, we want folks to be happy, and we want people to have the information that they need to have. Um, you know. I really I didn't I didn't want to get too much into this but um religiously let let me ask you guys this is is there a division among um let me retract that 
I just wanted to ask about family and support first since we were on that, and, and I'll come back to the division here after the break. But um, what about support from family or support from friends or support from people out there? Is it is it any times where you guys feel like you don't have the adequate support? And when you don't, what do you do? Because I feel that way sometimes, and, you know, I, I dig into my brain and I start figuring out a million ways to try to get more help and to try to get more support and this, that, and the other. But what are you guys doing? And there's a lot of people out there who have started businesses and, and just quit because of their lack of support. So, you know, you guys have been doing this for a few years. You, you're vetted in it. Can you give some advice to someone out there on what to do uh, when they feel like they're not getting enough support? Let's, um, let's, let's say, go. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. I would say start building a support system before you get to that point of needing support. Mm. Um, you know, my husband and I, we were talking the other night, and he said, what if Obama hadn't been elected president? You would never have met this group of wonderful people that we now consider family, mm-hmm. um, you know, the Joanne Wittenborns of my life. Sure. And, um, you know, way back then it was just conversations. And like you said, searching out people who um, maybe didn't look like me but Maybe we had something in common, and all of a sudden, after a couple of years, I have this wonderful support system of people who know what's going on in my life. I know what's going on in their life. We're supporting each other, and through that support, you know, we're making a difference in our community um, because times get tough and situations mm-hmm. come up and things can get nasty, especially in the political arena. Oh, yeah. um, but, you know, it was so wonderful. You know, God brought these people into my life at one point in time, and now, after a couple of years of nurturing friendships and relationships, I have an awesome support system, and I get to participate being a, a part of a support system for so many other people. So I think that that's the key is it's a give-and-take thing a support system is. So if you want support, you better be out there supporting somebody else because, mm-hmm. you know, it takes two to tango. So, um, you know, that's what what would be my encouragement to other people is, Nurture relationships, nurture friendships, nurture family, um, you know, connections, and start your support system before you're in desperate need of one. I like that. Nishaka, what do you think? Oh, man, I I mean, I totally agree with that because when I look back on it, I mean, my parents have always been a great support to me, my husband a great support to me, me a great support to them. And, um, you know, it's expanded a few church family members, you know, even before we started doing some of the things that we were doing. But, you know, I think I realized, too, the kind of support that I needed was just more of just encouragement, you know, just encouragement and love and just that you can do it, you can do it, you can do it, you know, and I can turn around when they're down. You can do it, you can do it, you know, just keep going. And I think that was, as long as I had that, it was it fueled you know, and it continues to fuel me to keep going. Mm. And um, I, I think wholeheartedly, absolutely, if you can build a small group of support before you go out and do, you know, what it is that you want to do, you know, a few more pieces will be added along the way. But, um, you know, that was really important to me to have those key relationships that supported me and believed in me and me and them so that we can fuel each other you know, to the place that we wanted to go. You know, and that's re- And that's been really powerful for me. Mm, I like that. that. That's true. I, I agree with that. Uh, Miss Hamilton? 
Yeah, I I agree with with both of the ladies. It, it's definitely about you know nurturing your nurturing your friendships, nurturing your relationships, and I'd I'd add a little something more to that and saying which ones which relationships are we nurturing that really just need to go away. You know, I I um I did a series last week on my blog about deleting mm-hmm. some relationships. You know, mm-hmm. um. Sometimes, you know, some of these people who are just a drain, who never give us anything, who never speak life into us, and we're always, you know, giving, 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 and never getting anything in return. And I think, you know, we have to be strong enough to say, you know something, this is really one-sided, and I can't. I can't afford to do this, you know, and, and for so many reasons we can't afford to to give our support to to people who are not giving it back to us. Um, it's not good for us, you know, individually. It's not good for our families, and it's definitely not good for our business um, because we're putting so much time into them that we can't put time into the things that we need to. And the people in your core support group, the people who really get it, will understand that you can't spend 24 hours a day on them, you know, because they're doing their own thing too. And, you know, and they're not spending 24 hours a day on you, but you come together to, you know, there's a reciprocity there that, um, that needs to be there. And if it's, if it's not there, um, don't be afraid to delete people. Don't, don't be afraid to let them go. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Now that is, that is so good. I'm so glad you said that because, (laughs) I was afraid of that, and I believe that through circumstances, God started removing some people out of my life for that very reason. For where I was going, they could not go or they would have held me back. And what you just said was so powerful because I had seen that happen. And I thought, Lord, I'm just not going to have any friends. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. But I look back on it now and I say, Lord, I thank you for that. Because I know it would have held me back, and I and and that was what I needed to happen, even if I couldn't have did it for myself. But so I thank you for saying that. That was really, really, really important. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I can relate to uh, a loss of friends. All right, <laughs> I have some strong <laughs> political views. Trust me. But um, you know what? I, and I know you guys probably seen me go off on rants on the Facebooks and the Twitters and all that because I ain't scared, man. I'm gonna say what I feel because. I think it's right. Um, <laughs> and, and the reason being, just like you all in your business, the reason being is because the beliefs that I have are guided by Christ. And there's no negotiating that, period. Point blank, whatsoever, it is what it's going to be. And people think that, you know, you should, okay, believe in Christ, but when it comes to this, you can't. No, 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 no. For my life, Christ always applies. So I'm here to tell you all that through that belief, we're going to naturally lose folks. And and when you're in a, like Jody, when you're in a political arena and, and you have strong faith views on things and you take that stance, people won't, they won't, they, they're not going to feel it. They're just like, no, you can't take that stance. It doesn't make sense. Well, you know what? We have all these senses that, you know, you know, we've been taught all of our life from from small kids. We've been taught what way to do this. And then all of a sudden we're introduced as adults now. And I'm talking about this spiritual connection. We're introduced to something that just doesn't make sense. It goes against every little thing that we've been taught all of our life. And that's the belief in God and being led by him. 
and and we have to let go. You know, I don't know what years um, you guys came into the light of Christ, but we have to let go. I know I had to let go 20-something years of what I thought was right. You know what I mean? And that's just not easy. So in the course of those 20-something years, you interact with people. You've gained friends through all those things that you thought was once right. And then when you find out what's really right, it doesn't matter anymore. You know, what they think doesn't resonate anymore. You just don't agree with what they agree with anymore. And it's okay to be cordial. It's okay to be social. But you outgrow people like you outgrow clothes. It's just a fact. So, you know, carry on, ladies, man. I I wish you guys the best in what you do. And, and, you know, I'm here to tell you guys to be encouraged. But, you know, the loss of friends topic, man, I can definitely speak on that because folks don't like me talking about Obama, but it is what it is. I talked about Bush. I'm going to talk about Obama. I'm going to talk about the next one and the one after that because and, and the reason is is because it's down to us. You know, we just like you ladies do in your business, we have as a community, as a country, we got to get to the point where we're depending on ourselves and not someone else to lead us, not someone to live for us, not someone to make decisions for us. How would you like for somebody to come in your business and tell you, "Okay, well, you know what? I don't think La Monique, I don't think you should write that article that way." How about you write it this way, you know, mm-hmm. on the shaka? I don't think you should. They, they mm-hmm. can't really wear that. That color is offensive. Let's have them wear red at this wedding because, you know, we, we can get red pretty easy. It's different, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. We just think you should use red. So you got to use red. And matter of fact, it's a law. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> those are the things that we're facing. And people don't like you to speak on that because it goes against everything that they've been taught from small and everything we've been taught from small isn't always right. right. I don't know. Yeah. Got to go to commercial break, ladies. And uh, we're going to come back. And I'm going to ask you ladies about relationships today. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a little, uh, that's going to be fun. But I-, I think we should cross that barrier anyway. You're listening to the KIRP radio show, Keeping It Real with Pudgy, the number one black conservative radio show, Southeastern United States, baby. We do it B-I-G. And I'm on the phone I'm on the line with some very, very, very phenomenal women. They're going to come on here in just a second, going to come back. If you guys just listened to the show, we have Jody Riddleberger, Nishaka Askew, Proctor, and Lamonique Hamilton on the line with us, and they are rocking, letting you guys know from a women's perspective what they feel about business and everything else. I mean everything, everything else. Not everything, but everything else. Anyway, we'll be right back. 619-638-8559 is the number. We'll be right back after these messages. Rock with us. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. If money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I wasn't young and been hungry, it's called bunion. You've been so fixed to plumbing. I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. 
side on my arm. Three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina lieutenant governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times, traveled over 80,000 miles, listened to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next lieutenant governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around. And I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. Run, Forrest, run! Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to soundshoe.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Do you have a garage full of old junk? At least you think it's old junk. How about a storage that you've been paying the bill on for so long and you've just been moving stuff into and you're ready to get rid of it when you look at it all the time? Well, if you do, make sure you contact Faulkner's Antiques before you throw it away. Again, that's Faulkner's Antiques out of Burlington, North Carolina. Faulkner's will pay you top dollar for estates, sterling, old furniture, pottery, signs, old toys, and etc. Faulkner's Antiques, they specialize in some of the most prolific antiques in this part of eastern North Carolina or the USA. So make sure you contact Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antiques, 336-214-6427. Again, that's Wayne Prophet. That's the man you want to talk to at Faulkner's Antiques, 336 336- 
214-614-6427. And if you get a hold of Wayne, guess what? He'll come to you free of charge. And if you can't get to him at that number, make sure you dial this other number. 336-675-4897. And don't forget, Wayne Prophet at Faulkner's Antique says, don't forget the reason for the season. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show. We are on the air live with Lamoni Hamilton. Pie Hole Magazine, Nishaka Askew Partner, Events with Elegance, and Jody Riddleberger, co-founder of the C4GC, Conservatives for Guilford County. Some phenomenal women right now that are doing their thing right now in the United States, and they definitely hold us down. So we're talking to them, getting their perspective on things, and uh, so far, they got all the answers. I, I know some of you guys out there saying they don't got all the answers, but they got all the answers. I'm, you, you better listen. Hope you guys are logged in and listening to the show because they... You know, they can definitely tell you a thing or two, and, and I'm getting ready to ask them some real questions about you guys. So if you guys aren't taking notes, get your pen and your pad ready because it's on. Ladies. Yeah, I know y'all laughing at me back there. But, you know. <laughs> I love this, man. It's, it's, this is fun. This is this is my element, you know, talking to people, actually, you know, talking about things that matter and, and putting it out there in perspective. This is what I like to do. with These discussions I love to have, roundtable discussions, I'm not so much for debate because, like I said, you know what I believe, I believe it to be true. So I get mad, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Try to hold my composure, but I get John McCain mad on him. I start shaking. I bite my lip. You know how it is. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I love God, man. It is. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, ladies, uh, you know there are probably some new listeners, some folks who have jumped, just jumped in. So, um, one more time, if you would. Uh, and uh, we'll start with you again, Jody, and we'll go down the list. Um, could you let people know who you are and your organization and where you can be reached, please? Oh, sure. My name is Jody Riddleberger, and I am the co-founder of uh, Conservatives for Guilford County, which is a political action um, uh, committee. Uh, mm-hmm. We focus on local politics. They can find us on Facebook. Just search for C4GC or Conservatives for Guilford County. Our website is www.myc4gc.com, and um, you know we're we are very open to you know requests for information or just people wanting to to find out more about our group. Um, we are we're open and welcoming to to anybody who would like to come and help us out to move conservatism forward in Guilford County. I like that. Um, let's go to Miss Lamonique Hamilton, Pie Hole Magazine, if you will let the folks know where they can find you at and what you do. Absolutely. I am the CEO and editor-in-chief of Pie Hole Magazine. You can find us on com, where we are positive, innovative, and engaging and making sure that our media is the same. I love it. I love it. And Miss Nishaka Askew, partner, the one who has to deal with the bridezillas that she prays that she don't have, but I know she got one or two in there somewhere. Miss Nishaka, let the folks know. Sure. Actually, I've never had one, thank you, Lord. But um, 
My name is Nishaka Proctor, <laughs> and uh, my company is Events with Excellence, and I provide event planning services um, for weddings as well as corporate events, and I do work with nonprofit organizations. Um, I've worked with some organizations and actually provided um, to some of the local organizations my service, actually, pro bono. Um, I do enjoy nonprofit work. And, um, you know, with my company, you know, it's, it's events with excellence, but it's really a mission. Mm-hmm. And it's what I'm, you know, what I like to focus to deliver on. So it's more than just the name, but it's really the mission of the company is to deliver events with excellence. Wow. This is beautiful because all of you guys have your businesses uh, or your organizations, it seems like, but you're all trying to do something better for society along the way. So, I mean, that's great, man. If you can combine the two and you can make a little bit of green, ain't nothing wrong with making a little bit of green. So, you know, nothing wrong with making a living off what you love to do and helping people at the same time. I think that's beautiful. Um, Nishaka, you ever had anybody come to you and say, look, I got $200 and I want you to pay my wedding for me? You know what? I did in the beginning. <laughs> See? I did. I, listen, I, did. Um, I did. I did. I did. I, I have that just want to say yes to everything. But um, I have definitely met some other event planners that when I get those folks to come to me with those budgets, I've got some good other planners that I know that can, can do it at those price ranges. Wow. Um, of course, being an entrepreneur, and, and <clears throat> it is my only source of income outside of my husband. You know, you have to move into a, a new place of, of doing business properly so you can help uh, contribute to the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I understand fully. I, I've, I've been there. I used to promote <laughs> concerts, man, and I, I know how that goes, you know. I got $1,000, mm-hmm. and I want 50 cents. And I'm like, you'll never get 50 cents. I'll give you two quarters. Anyway. <laughs> That's right. Right. Moving along. I mean, I, I get it, you know, and, and people, that you know, they have their hearts in the right place. Everybody wants to, to do something and have something nice. And, and, you know, budgets, you know, right now with the things that are going on in the world, people don't always have the money. But, you know, their intentions are right, and, and they do want some of the things that they see on TV or they want to have something nice. And, and I get that. But at times you you, you got to come out of the pockets, and sometimes you got to know when you're out of your league. And as business owners, I think we should all remind those folks that hey, um, I can't do it for that. <laughs> you know, I can't, That's Jody. I can't throw this political event for that. I can't have these speakers come across the state for that. You know, sometimes you have to pay people to come do a service for you. So mm-hmm. I get it, man. I definitely get it. Um, let me ask you guys. Speaking of no, is uh, is chivalry really dead? I mean, I'm I'm looking at it from a, a male perspective, and I'm going. It is dead, but to me, it's just something natural. You know, it's something that I've taught, that I've evaluated, and that I saw needed to be done. So I teach my boys the same. Um, asking you all from a female perspective, and and you know, not from a single or married perspective, but just something that you see, is chivalry really dead today, um, La Monique? Um, I'm not going to say it's dead because I'm I'm definitely teaching my son the same things, you know, to open doors for, for ladies and to be kind. And, you know, and so I'm not going to say it's dead, but I will say that it's on life support. <laughs> 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 wow. And um, I'll, I'll just tell you briefly, I, I had um, a friend that, that I dated some years back, and when he would try to open doors for me and 
when we would go to the gas station, and I'd be so quick to jump out of my car and, and start to get my gas. And he was like, you need to slow your roll. You need to slow your roll. You need to let me do this for you. And so I, I think it's a two-way street where not only, you know, are the men not doing it, but the women aren't giving them a chance to to show, you know, to show the more chivalrous side. Mm. So so as women we we have to slow our roll a little bit and that's one of the that's one of the best lessons that I I was ever taught like about dating. Just slow down a little bit and and let him have a chance. Now if you give him a chance and he still doesn't do it, you know, you still need gas. But you know, drop him off at the next, at the next intersection. <laughs> drop him off very very quickly thereafter. <laughs> Whoa. Fellas, I hope you're taking notes, fellas. I hope you're taking notes. Oh, my God. Um, Nishaka and Jody, you both are married. And, uh, okay, my wife listens, but I got to keep it real because that's just me. Um, us married men, we do, we try, ladies. I mean, we try to keep up, right? I'm always opening the door and things of that nature, but I, I think we fall short on other things. And um, from the outside in, because you guys are married, so y'all going to be a little bit biased, man. You're going to be talking about what your husband <laughs> do. I, so we, we're not going to include the husbands when I'm speaking on the chivalry. I don't want you to include your husband. I mean, just the things you observe. Um, what, are you, what are your takes on chivalry today? Let's go with well, Nishaka first. I'll, I'm sorry. Okay, well, I'll, I will. I, I really want to. Piggyback on, um, I think it was La Monique, um, mm-hmm. what she said I, on the life support. That was beautiful. <laughs> and, and also on the part that um, as women, because I, I had the similar challenge of, um, you know, this independent woman, I got it, I can do it. And um, I needed to take a step back myself and allow him to be a gentleman. You know, and um, and be okay with that, and and be okay with um, you know being delicate, you know, mm-hmm. and being okay with being taken care of, and um, you know. So I think I think if it's on life support, which I think it possibly pretty much is, some of it definitely has some some to do with us as as women not allowing, you know, men to demonstrate that, at least the men who want to demonstrate that. And I think it probably may have confused them on um, should should I should I open the door? Should I, you know, um, you know, should I do it or not do it? You know, mm. gonna offend her or not offend her? You know, um, am I gonna seem weak? <laughs> you know, what is how is this gonna make me look, you know, if I do this? And um and I found, and I'm just going back into my in, in my mind back in, in in dating years, you know, where, you know, guys kind of was they were confused about it, but at the same time, you know, wanted to seem, you know, manly. Didn't know if they were respecting, disrespect. I mean, I think it was just some some confusion, and there probably is still some confusion today for for some men who want to show that and. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if they do show it, and then it kind of almost gets turned down by it, it's almost like it, it creates them going into a shell, and and so we don't want that to happen. So it's just, it, I think it's it's really interesting. Me and my husband talk about this quite a bit um, as it relates to men and women, and and um, how we treat one another, and and mm-hmm. what men have traditionally tried to do for women. So 
Yeah, it, that, that's a really, really, really great question. But I, I love the, the thought of it being on life support because it is. But I think we have something to do with it as women. <laughs> life support is that. That was that was that's the line of the night so far. I think, um, Jody. <laughs> now, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I think we've we've gotten probably the to the meat of um, what we were looking for. But I still want to ask you from a, from a chivalry standpoint. Um, not being dead, you know, being on life support is is one thing, but when guys do offer to uh to do things for ladies of 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 2012. The ladies of 2012. Is it as Chris Rock would say, the ladies of 2012. <laughs> is it hard um is it hard to really I don't I want I want to say the right thing, but I think like um like Nishaka just said, I, I think a lot of women would get offended by that. Is that something you see, Jody? Um, very strong because you work with a lot of strong personalities, a lot of women who are on fire, which I would like to say mm-hmm. on fire because you know they're very knowledgeable. They're out there, they're talking, they're interacting, their speaking engagements are beautiful, and they have a lot to say. And they're they're quote unquote independent. So, mm-hmm. is it you have boys? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you? Deliver that message to the boys. Is is this something you you teach the boys to do, or or you and your husband, I should say, is this something you teach the boys to do, no matter what, and and maybe the woman will let the guy know, you know, or or what? Are, are, you understand what I'm trying to ask? Well, I think I think the best thing for you know young boys, as far as being chivalrous, is to experience that from dad to mom at home, um, you know, behind closed doors, when nobody else is watching, how does dad treat mom? Because Mm -hmm. that's how that little boy is going to treat his wife someday Mm -hmm. or his girlfriend or whatever. You know, so I think chivalry rests on the idea of a mutual respect and uh, admiration. And I think the ladies were were spot on, Um, you know, as a very busy individual who's on the iPhone or on the, the Internet or, you know, researching something, sometimes it's hard to, to take time to appreciate, you know, what my husband is trying to do for me, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, she's being so sweet, and I'm not paying attention. So sometimes you have to slow down a little bit um, right. as well to to take that time needed to have this exchange of mutual respect, admiration, love, and, um, you know, the kids are watching. So anybody with kids, I mean, you have to think about, you know, they're, they're going to be in a relationship someday. They're going to they're gonna be attracted to a certain type of individual. A certain type of individual is going to be attracted to them, and you are, you are setting them up either for failure or, you know, for great success by the example you are giving them in your interactions with your spouse. So mm. that's, that's what I would say to that. That that's that's good and and you know here's another one too let, let me just change the sides of this too Jody um what about our daughters today mm. you know how do we teach our daughters today to expect um, an individual to be like what we would teach our sons you know to well, look I for think- that. Yeah, I think that that's the key right there, what you just said. We have to teach them, train them, instruct them to Mm -hmm. expect it, you know, not to settle for less. I think so often, you know, young girls, 
they're they're needing some attention. They they need that face time with some guy who can treat them however they want to treat them as long as they're paying them attention. Mm-hmm. So um, you know the the family is so important for setting a foundation um, for these these kids that are growing up. You know to be to be strong and independent and um, um, you know expect the best. But they're not going to expect the best unless you you are. Um, you know, laying that foundation through instruction, through teaching them that, that you know, if you don't expect the best, if you're not, you know, putting yourself out there and, and not taking, um, you know, if if you're not expecting the best, then you probably won't get the best. Sure. So let's keep focused here. That um that, that question really comes from, I, I really wanted to ask you, you all, and and well, let's just do it. Um, what do you, what do you ladies think of the education system today? It's a two part question. One is, how do you feel about exploitation of women in the media today? It seems like uh, every or or entertainment, maybe not the media, but at least entertainment. And, and the media dabs in it too. But from what I see on every television show, is uh, a pushing of the envelope. Um, you're seeing more skin. You know, as time goes on, there's there's more skin being shown. And, uh, you know, a guy, another brother of mine, we were talking about this just the other day, and uh, he said, you know, before you know it, it'll, it'll be regular TV um, with the full top off. And I said, well, you know what? We see that now today, but it's just a flash of it. You know what I mean? So how do you ladies feel about that? Is it And, and does it seem like it's more exploitation Towards women than men, or or maybe it's just me. Um, let's go. Let's go to Nishaka with that one. Well, you know, I go back to when I was um, growing up as a child and and um, developing and all of that that good stuff. I remember my mom, you know, telling me, you know, you can look good, you can feel good, you know, but you don't have to show the world all your business. And, you know, I appreciated her instilling that in me because even through, you know, college days, you know, I always was very cautious, you know, of how I dressed. I wanted to look good. I wanted to feel good, you know, but I didn't want to show everything. You know, I wanted to, you know, be respectful of myself Mm -hmm. and be respectful of my parents. Um, And so I think some of the things that I'm seeing, it it is disappointing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what we're seeing, you know, out there, and 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 it also can, in some ways, uh, especially being married, provide a little indirect pressure of okay, you know, all this is out here, and you know, you see it, you know, if you if you if you're not secure in who you are, you you can almost start to think, okay, well, do I need to be doing a little extra, you know, looking a little extra, mm-hmm. you know, to 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 keep up, you know. In, in your own relationship, but I think also too there's some some lack of self-esteem, you know, some insecurities, you know, in the women. I, I I almost just kind of feel like if we can put a stop to it, you know, as women, or say, you know what, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put myself out there like that. I'm not going to dress like that. If we can stop it, I feel like we can change it. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if we don't stop it, 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 it we're going to continue to see it. Right. And I, I think we can really control that, you know, if, if we made some decisions. But 
you know, I won't say the person, you know, but I think, you know, she's a great artist, but, you know, I just, I, I, I want her to wear more than a onesie in, in all of her, you know, <laughs> I'm like, my God, you know, please stop wearing a onesie in every video. I mean, it, it, I mean, really, I'm going to tell you, it's such a touchy area for me. I'm so bothered by sure. it because I feel like your capabilities, your talents, you know, all the things that you can do, you can still, you know, rock it out there and make it happen. But, you know, we can, from an image perspective, do it in a way where we're still classy and we still look good and we can still feel sexy, but we don't have to put our bodies out there with no clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just it's really getting out of control. And so it's, it's just... And, and I think it's also impacting, if you're not careful, some of our, our young girls. You know, our little girls are seeing that, you know. Oh, yeah. You no know, telling, you know, the imagery, what it's creating in them, you know, on how they should be, you know, especially to attract, you know, or to keep, you know, a man in their life as they get older. You mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's it's definitely a concerning issue to me, and it's a disappointing issue. But, and I know there's some insecurities there, but I think if, if we could – collaboratively make a decision to say, you know, we're not going to do this anymore. I think we could change the game. Wow, that's that's big. Um, Lamonique, what do you think? Absolutely. I, I completely agree with everything that she says, especially that um, onesie issue. My friend and I talk about that all the time. <laughs> all the time. Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> wow. I, I'll never forget um, being about 16 or 17, I may may have been a junior or senior in high school, and, um, you know, and, and at that point, I'm not going to, you know, completely date myself. Let's just say it was over 10 years ago. And, <laughs> and you know, and, and there was a lot of skin on TV, not nearly as much as now, but there was still, you know, a lot of skin being shown on TV and, and for the media kind of perpetrating that that was the norm. And so I I remember going coming downstairs from my house, like, for a date, and I had on an extremely short skirt, something just completely out of control. And I'll never forget my dad looking up at me and saying, Lominique, there's something to be said for mystery. And just that feeling, and you mm-hmm. know. And and going, you know, taking myself back upstairs and just throwing up some jeans and like, okay, you know, mm. that's how men look at me. Like, do I want men to look at me in that way? You know, like there's no mystery to her. There's nothing deeper that I want to get to know because I think that I see everything. Wow. Um, it, you know, and that it was it was profound for me. And I I think more than anything, I I don't know where all this skin is coming from, if it's just a self-esteem issue, if it's uh, this is how I get to the top issue, um, all of these need to be really addressed um, in in some very deep way. But I know, you know, how to keep our daughters from getting into that is it begins at home. It begins by letting them know that, you know, what we want to put on display is our minds. You know, what we want to put on display is our thoughts. What we don't want to put on display is our bodies. That should be the last thing, you know. That should be something yeah. for our, our inner sanctum. And um, that, that's not that's not for everybody. You know, our minds, our opinions, our thoughts, yeah, we can put that out. We can put that out there. But um, our bodies are 
that that's close. That's our temple, and that's you know that's what we reserve. Um, if if we do that, I I think that we would curb a lot of that. If we started in our houses, our houses are, you know, that's the first building block to our society. Sure. So if more homes are saying, hey, this is not acceptable, then we start making an impact on media. We definitely start making an impact on entertainment when we stop buying into it. I mean, literally with our dollars, you know, we stop buying into it, saying, you know, I'm I'm not, I can't support you until, you know, you throw on a dress. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. Your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, you know, it, it's it's even in Jody as we look at a lot of uh, news, you know, from various aspects. Um, it seems like it's crossed over into news. Or am, am I right, or am I just tripping? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's everywhere. It is it is everywhere. And you know, going back to the original question about the media and and you know the educational system and kids and whatnot. You know, we just we don't turn on the TV at my house unless you know we know that it's an appropriate program for all of us to be able to watch, or it's you know, um, you know something that is that's foolproof as far as you know, completely 100% G-rated. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this the education system, the school system, you know. We've we've pulled our kids out for for many reasons, but that peer pressure and the um, you know the stuff that you just have to go through as a teenager and as a middle schooler with with you know those same types of of topics um, it's just it's not worth it. And uh, we felt like we could you know cut down on some stress and some confusion and um, you know just keep focused on schoolwork, on, you know, who am I becoming as a human being and an individual without all of the um, all of the craziness that, that clothes and styles and, you know, relationships and all of that stuff. You know, so we're, we are extremely protective of our kids. Um, they're well-rounded. They're in lots of activities. But if we can cut down on some of this, this trash stuff that, that they don't need to be exposed to at this point in their life, mm-hmm. then, you know, that's that's been our choice as parents, and I'm I'm thrilled that that we've had the opportunity to to do it. Wow, that, and that that's um I, I think that's some good information because we're we're kind of at the uh, at the standpoint of where we're tired of I'm just sick of curriculum. You know, it's enough that the kids have to deal with the things that they have to deal with in, in society amongst other kids. I mean, it, it, we teach our kids one thing, and then when you send them out among others. You know, it's up to them to hold that true. It's up to them to keep that, you know, to keep that true and, and you know, not to get involved with all the other things that are going on out there, man. And let me tell you, it's got to be some kind of hard. It's, it's probably three times as bad as when we all were in school. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, we're at the point where we would like to homeschool as well. Um, you know, I just want to ask you, because there's a lot of parents listening. Um, I'm, I'm sure the thought process is different for everybody but um, Jody, is there any advice you can give folks for to homeschool or, or anything you would suggest? Yes, I would say do not be scared of it. Um, I think that that's one thing that I hear from a lot of people is, oh, it just seems like such a huge undertaking, and I just don't think I could do it. And it just seems kind of scary in general because there's so many unknowns. 
but it has been such a wonderful blessing to our family to have this time together and to um, have control over what is going into our kids' brains. Um, it's been a, a fantastic experience, and I told my husband just a couple weeks ago, I said, you know, if I would have known it was going to be like this, we probably would have started doing this a long time ago. Our oldest is in So, um, you know, they were in a, in a good little charter school, but we knew we, we did not want to do the public school, high school thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we decided to, to pull our oldest one out and homeschool him, the, the younger ones were like, oh, we want to be homeschooled, homeschool us, please, please, please. <laughs> and so I said, okay, this is your decision. I hope you uh, like it because, you know, once you're out of the charter school, you're out. Um, and so everybody, I mean, everybody has done really, really good with it. Yes, there's there's different things that we've had to overcome, but um, it has just been a a wonderful family experience that I would say, if you're thinking about it, if you're messing with the idea, just go ahead and do it. Do it for one year and and see how it goes. Um, if you have the means to do it, and if you know if that's an opportunity for your family, if that's a decision you can make, I would say just try it for one year and um, see if you don't love it. I like that. That's that's good advice too. Um, with the curriculums that we face today, and and we're over on time. Sorry, folks, but with the curriculums that we face today. Um, how do you all feel about school choice? Um, you know, you, you ladies are the foundations of the community. Outside of the church, I always felt like the women were the foundations of the community and the men, we hold everybody down. Maybe I'm old school or maybe I'm old-fashioned for thinking that, but I don't know. Um, my grandmother was the rock of my family, but granddad helped hold all that together. You know, granddad wasn't going to say much. Grandma was going to do all the same, but granddad had her back, and you didn't want to make him mad. So that's kind of how things went, um, and and that's kind of what I'm used to. I mean, it, and it's just me, and that doesn't work for everybody, and and so be it. But I, I, needless to say, with the curriculum the way they are today, how do you ladies the the way it is today? Excuse me. How do you all feel about school choice? Because right now in North Carolina, we're facing uh, people who don't want us to have, or, or officials who don't want us to have the choice of the school that we would like our kids to go to. They don't, they don't think that, I'm sorry, they believe that the schools that we have are adequate for all kids. The curriculum that we have is adequate for all kids. And I've spoken to many teachers and many, many, many parents, and the teachers don't want to teach the curriculum because they're only teaching to an end-of-the-year test. A lot of times there are kids who just don't get that, you know. So those kids need a different lesson plan. You know, they need to be directed a different way because we're we're doing them uh we're doing them a crazy disservice trying to teach them to something that they just can't get. You can't force a mind to go where it just can't go. And uh and that's what we're doing. So I just wanted to ask you guys really quick about school choice. How do you feel about having the right of sending your child to maybe an engineering school, maybe a charter school, a smaller size school, a private school, or what may have you, versus having to send them to the to the public school that the government feels like you should send them to? Let's go with you first, Lamonique. Um, well, I can tell you that I'm definitely using my power of the vote. Um <laughs> As far as school choice is concerned, anybody who thinks that every school is just adequate adequate, and whatever school you are, you know, 
designed to send your child to is the right school has not been in the schools that I've been in. Um, This is our first year in North Carolina, and I definitely checked out the schools before I decided that the school that we're districted in was actually an adequate school for my son. But Mm -hmm. I checked them all out first. Um, But we were in Baltimore, in Baltimore City, and then in Baltimore County. And you have to do your homework. The administrators are really kind of banking on parents not doing their homework um, and not knowing about test scores, not knowing about what it is that they teach, not knowing about the curriculum. They're banking on it. Um, And so I I try to tell all parents when, when their kids are about to start school, like, check all of your options. Mm-hmm. You know, check and see if homeschooling is an option for you. For my family, it's not right now. Um, I'd love for it to be. Um, check charter schools. Check private schools. Check to see if the private schools offer scholarships if you can't afford the tuition. Um, and, and check public schools, too. We we have all the power, no matter what, you know, what the government is trying to tell us. We do have all the power, um, the power of a very noisy parent, <laughs> it makes a lot of things happen, believe me. I know, and there are a lot of um, school board members who don't like me because of it, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. That's our biggest thing on here. You are B.I.G. in my book for that. Nishaka, what do you got? Well, you know, I come from a, a, a little bit of a, a different perspective because, um, you know, I have two stepdaughters who are, who are much older, and um, but I have a little brother. I moved my mom and my little brother here mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. I'm originally from Alabama, and uh, my little brother's 13, so you'll be tickled to know how old I was. <laughs> but um, that was important. You know, his education is really important. He's a very smart kid, um, and, you know, where he was going to go to school was really critical um, because, you know, I wanted to, being that me and my husband are helping to kind of co-parent him, you know, want to make sure that, um, you know, he would be groomed in the right direction with his education, especially just for how, you know, smart and how talented he is, how witty he is. And um, so we wanted to keep that momentum going. So, you know, just through that process of, um, you know, bringing them here and and getting more involved in the education system and what that looks like, um, wow, a lot of things were brought, you know, to our attention but even more so, you know, I was definitely on a mission to make sure that, you know, he was getting the best possible education, you know, as much as possible so that he can achieve his goals. Sure. Wow. Um, Jody? Well, you know where I stand. <laughs> <laughs> I am absolutely pro-choice when it comes to school. Sure. Yes, yes. I mean, we were at a charter school for several years, and then with this homeschooling adventure, it's, it's been great, and I'm, you know, I'm blessed to, to be able to choose, um, you know, because we're in a financial position to do so. But, you know, it would be great if, if the government somehow was able to, um, you know, help help with making those choices, um, you know, more affordable or, you know, giving more parents opportunity to, to make those choices for their kids um, and so people don't feel stuck with, with whatever they're stuck with. At this yeah. point in North Carolina, I mean, some of these schools, they're they are not good. So it's really tough. Well, ladies, 
This is coming to a close here. I'm going to let you ladies leave in just one second. But I have one final question or one final request, and, I, and I'll start with Jody, then we'll go to Nishaka, then we'll go to La Monique. And um, if you were on a stage, and, well, you are on a stage, and <laughs> the world is watching, the world is listening, and I'm handing you a microphone, and I'm asking you to uh, give a word of encouragement to all ladies out there from all walks of life, um, what would you say or what would you offer to the ladies of the world, um, starting with you, Jody. I know that's a bit of a question, but I'm I'm not. Oh wow! That. You should have prepped me. You know, give me at least five minutes to think about that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the point. It's got to. It's got to be from the point. Okay. Um, you know what? I would say find your passion, whatever that passion is, and go after it with all your heart, all your energy, all your soul, all your strength. Um, you know, live big, live like, you know, you are you are meant to make a difference because we are. We all are meant to make a difference. God has a plan for each one of our lives and our job is to figure out what it is because it's good and it's big and it's important. And um, you know what? Follow him and and you'll be able to live a, a fulfilled life and um find that passion. You know, find his will and go after it. That's what I would say. I love it. Nishaka, you're on, you're on the mic. <laughs> wow. I would start out saying that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you ask or even think. Believe in you. Believe in your power. Believe in your passion. Know that you can do it. Know that whatever it is that you're doing is going to help somebody else. Know that your trials and your tribulations are not just for you, but they are going to be used to help somebody else. That's what I would tell ladies to be encouraged and to keep going and to know you can do it. I love it. I love it. And last but not least, not at all, my girl, La Monique Hamilton, you are on the mic. Okay. Um, I would like to let all the ladies know that no matter how put together a person may seem, they all have their crosses to bear. We all have our crosses to bear, um, no matter what it is, but... We have to remember Jeremiah twenty nine eleven that God's plan for us um, includes hope, includes a future, and includes prosperity. So we have to keep our eyes on his plan for us and to make his plan for us our plan for ourselves. See, this is why I had all women on the show, fellas, <laughs> because y'all would have been talking about that elbow that Ron Artest gave um, my man today, I forgot his name, and you'd have been talking about the Lakers win and all this other stuff. I'm just joking, fellas. Don't get mad at me, man. <laughs> Ladies, it has been a pleasure, a pleasure, a pleasure. You guys have blessed my show, and I'm sure you have blessed the ears and the hearts of all the listeners out there. So from everybody on my staff and everybody listening, you are 
B-I-G in my book, and you can tell everybody I said so. If they don't like it, tell them come see me. And <laughs> much love, many blessings, and I really appreciate you ladies for coming on the show. Oh, thank, thank you. So much, thank you. You are absolutely welcome, folks. Um, going to commercial, folks, and we'll be right back with some final thoughts here in a second. You've been rocking with the KIRP radio show, keeping it real with Pudgy, and this is have this has been a beautiful show. Our guests have definitely blessed us. I've been tongue tied and tongue twisted all show, and that's a little bit out of my character. I'm a little bit uh more uh, uh I don't know focused is not the word because I was focused, maybe nervous. You know, you get. All the women on the show, you know they're going to upstage you already, so you try not to look too bad, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll be right back after these commercials. You're rocking with the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559, the number one black conservative show, Southeastern United States, baby. Shout out to Tom Gazaway, HawkeyeManagement.com. Tom just had a brand new baby boy. K-I-R-P Radio! Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? could save you 15% or more. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
that doubt and hesitation. If money talks, I got my masters in communication. But I don't run it, I run it for a hundred. Ever since I was a young and been hungry, it's Paul Bunyan. You've been so fixed to plumbing, I'm a beast in the game, you run it. And if this ain't what you call hip hop, it must be bungee jumping. Each side on my arm, three stripes on my sneakers. And even if they slip us, they better be Adidas. Across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times. I've traveled over 80,000 miles. Listen to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next Lieutenant Governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around, and I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. Run, Forrest, run! Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, folks. It's been a beautiful show, man. I loved everything about this show. And uh, this show is entitled Hey Ladies Part 1. Next week, next Sunday, 8 p.m., we're going to be back on the air with Part 2. And uh, we're going to talk about relationships and dating and uh, everything that has to do with relationships and dating in 2012. We ain't going back in the day. We're going to keep it on 2012 and keep it on the focus of that. Um, you know, sometimes we stray off to other topics, man. That's just what it is. That's just the format of the show. That's what we do. But I want to give a special shout out to La Monique Hamilton 
holding it down, CEO for Pie Hole Magazine. B.I.G. comments on the show, man. You are B.I.G. on our book. Let's get a commercial going. We'll get your commercial on the show, man. We really appreciate what you do. You guys, make sure you check out PieHoleMagazine.com and also check out our blog. Some good, 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 some very good articles on there. So I want you guys to spend some time with that. Also, give a shout-out to Jody Riddleberger, C4GC. You guys need to log on to the website and check out what they have to offer, man, and maybe get out there and try to go to one of their meetings in Greensboro, North Carolina. Conservatives for Guilford County. I mean, everything that they do is B.I.G., man. I've got one of their brochures here, and uh, I challenge you guys to, to uh, maybe go to a meeting or seek some information for from C4GC, and they can really put local politics and the conservative movement in perspective for you and let you understand what's true, what's false, what's, what's lies, and uh, what reality is like. Um, log on to their website, www.myc4gc.com. Again, that's www.myc4gc.com. The number four, folks. Make sure you use the number four. And I also got to give a special shout-out to Nishaka Askew Parker. Proctor, excuse me, Parker, Jesus. <laughs> Nishaka Proctor uh, holds it down. Elegance, she's all about delivering the high-quality wedding the high-quality event, and also does some uh, events in the area. Any event that you might have, make sure you look them up, Events Forever, Events in Elegance on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash event in Ele- events in elegance, and I'll look her up, Nishaka Askew Proctor, and she can deliver some of the most beautiful events that you can imagine. So make sure you guys pay some pay some attention and show some love to Nishaka over there at Events for Elegance. In uh, I think Winston Salem, North Carolina. Also, got to give a shout out to the folks over there at KIRP Radio. Shout out to my whole team, man. My team is BIG. Also, got to give a shout out to my people at the Frederick Douglass Foundation because you know we give shout outs. Shout out to my man Kevin Daniels. Got to give a BIG shout out to my man Tim Johnson, uh, Dr. Tim Johnson, or Major Tim Johnson. Call it what you like, call it how you see it. And also, last but not least, I got to give a shout out to all of you guys who make this show the number one black conservative show in the southeastern United States. Because of you guys, we've been able to touch over 3 million contributors that are one-time listeners or people that have called the show at least one time. And we've also been able to reach a consistent well over 300,000 listeners that listen to the show each and every week. So B.I.G. shout out to all our listeners out there. B.I.G. shout out to you guys. You guys are BIG in my book. Don't forget to tune in with us next week. Same time, same place, 8 p.m. HeyRPRadioShow.com. We're going to do it again. We'll be back next week with part two of Hey Ladies, and we're going to talk about relationships, and we're going to talk about dating in 2012. It's a wrap. I appreciate you guys. Remember, God is love. Love is God. Thanks for the support, and remember, you are BIG in my book. Catch you guys next week. Be blessed. I'm saying it's crazy like I'm gonna tell y'all a little something. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.